Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast, episode 122. Today's episode is another installment in our series, Echoes of Invasion, set in the world of the Battle for Westnoth video game, 30-some years after the Eastern Invasion mainline campaign. It is played using Edge Studios' Genesis role-playing system, with occasional references to the Mythic Game Master emulator's event meaning tables for inspiration. For the story up to this point, visit our website, DiceyStories.com, where you can listen to previous episodes or read the serialized write-ups of our adventures. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to tell. I'm going to set up some traps. Or at least a. Okay. You are going to make a skullduggery check. Yes. Four successes, three threats. Three threats, Trick Manu. Yep. What do you have in mind? You have set up all of your traps. Yep. And you are standing outside of the traps. And I have to get back inside? You do need to get back inside, but you do know where all the traps are. Right. But it is this point that someone lays a hand on your shoulder. Okay, so perhaps not a Saurian if they're tall enough to get to my shoulder. <laughs> so I would like you to make a fear check. Is this a fear, or is this like a cool check to, play, to not freak out? Or I will be doing both. You're going to make a fear check. You're in a dark, creepy swamp at night. Things that eat potentially you are out and about. That's why you're making a fear check. Okay. Oh, so I didn't need to add these black dice? <laughs> and it's quiet except for me rustling around in the Right. It's the like, food. this is why I'm saying, like, this is happening while you're outside the trap right. zone. I've so turned the face know... back toward the fire so there's darkness you, behind me. You know Hepa is inside the trap zone. Right. I can see Hepa. Yes. And somebody is placing a hand on your shoulder. All right. So that is why there is a fear check. Two purples? Three purples? Two purples is fine. I have success with three threats. Do you wish to take those as strain? Sure. That is unnerving, but also exciting. Would you like me to make a cool check? If you would like to also make a cool I check. I think I make so a cool check. You're not appearing to be startling. Now, I feel like that's a certain level of surprising. Like, okay, we thought maybe there might be people around in some context. Cool goes against, I would say, perception. That's going to be three purples is the difficulty. Okay. One success. So there's a hand on my shoulder, like, who's like this just got interesting. I hope it's attached to somebody. I'm not sure which I like more. Not just a floating hand. Yeah, but that, that's what's going on. Trick said, like, this is interesting. Not like this is freaking me out, but like, okay. So a hand gets placed on your shoulder, and a voice says, I don't mean to startle you or anything, but but I'm going to put my hand on your shoulder because that's scary. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Hang on. Because I made the cool check, can Trick actually respond? Before, he even, before, oh, before this person even before starts talking. Before the person says anything? Yeah, sure. You made the cool check. Some sort of wry comment like, you could have just said hello. And like, they'll put his hand on their hand. Okay. What kind of hand? Does it feel like a bony hand? <laughs> Are you doing a clever retort? Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. If, I mean, if they're making some kind of... They have to make a social role, and I... Yeah, yeah, that's Yes. Right. Mechanically, that can be what's happening. It, it feels like a there is flush on the hand. Uh, that's a plus. Oh. <laughs> like how we have to qualify that. <laughs> it feels like there's flush on it. It's night, swamp, undead, I mean, people rooting yeah. around, ruining things. I, you know, we used to just sew some flush on there. You know, so we you talked a lot about necrocrystals. The... It was on the mind. So you are doing clever retort. That's two threats for them. And what is your discipline? Your discipline is two purples. Two purples! Okay. All right. I'm going to roll their 
their coercion check. Sure. Which they're going to succeed with four threats. Okay. So they're legitimately threatening. So the hand is on the shoulder. You said you could have just said hello. And what they say is, I don't, didn't mean to startle you, but this isn't a safe place for people to be around at night. You really shouldn't be out here all alone like this. Can I turn around at this point? Yes. Yes, you can. They have four threats on this. Is there anything you wish to learn about them? Who is it? Who is it? No, I don't know yet. But I want to know now. I mean, you're going to be engaging in conversation with them, right? We're not going to social combat, but if there's motivation you take right. things you want to learn, it's four threats. That's quite a bit. They can give stuff away. Do they seem like an outlaw? Sort of like Marvin and Tony. Like, they're definitely sort of outlaws. <laughs> Versus, like, just a hermit in some sense. Okay. With four threats, I will say that they do give away by their, like, body language, shifty eyes. But they are definitely on the chaotic side of the spectrum. Okay, okay. What you see when you turn around is you see a human. It's dark, but but you were probably still using the torch when you were setting up your traps. So you yeah. can see what you were doing. So you can see in the torchlight, he's kind of sickly looking or tired. Like he's, you know. Kind of gaunt. Gaunt, yeah. He looks relatively young, given that you just hung out with these guys in their mid-20s. Like, maybe this person is that age, okay. possibly, although unhealthy looking. And he's he's wearing kind of, like, filthy robes of a dark slash grayish, olivish, greenish. It occurs to you, like, well, that would actually be pretty good camouflage for a okay. smell. Does and he have a halberd? <laughs> <laughs> is he chewing a sausage? Yeah, because it seems like he might need it. So, and his hood is up, but because of where your torch is, you can see his facial features. He is rather pallid as well, like very okay. pale. I mean, if he lives in a swamp, he might be kind of sickly, though. Or so, if the water is bad. And he just has like a strap with a, a satchel that's resting on his hip. Yep. But he, what he has said, he succeeded his coercion check. Like, yeah. Which was to convey that you are in an extremely dangerous... Like, did they, is there a sense that like... It wasn't like him threatening you. Right, okay. Like that it's he not himself, that I'm intruding on that he minds... That I'm intruding on his space, and he's subtly saying it's not safe. No. Here. Okay. It's it, it wasn't like it's him to communicate like this is a dangerous place. Yes. Okay. Turn back. <laughs> it's a dangerous place. Well, I didn't get shot with anything here today, so could have been worse. Sit. You didn't have to happen to see a sorry around anywhere, did you? Maybe with a real long halberd and packing a sack full of dried meat. I have not seen that creature today. <laughs> well, if you see him again, let him know he can just keep the meat, I think. It has a halberd now? Well, we were investigating bad water in the swamp. Uh, I don't know if you've noticed, the water, in addition to just being boggy, is also, I need a better word for that, bad. Boggy, it's brackish, that's normal, dirty, uh, but also... I'm happy, I don't even know yeah. what I was... The it was, way I it was deemed unfit for consumption. So yeah. you might say impure. Yeah, eh, but really the problem or is... tainted. Tainted. You got your bad water. Anyway, we were poking around in the swamp. Uh, and we found this halberd. It'd be good to just pull along. We have a little raft here. Do you uh, take him around to show him the raft? You like... I don't take him around. I gesture toward it. Across the way. Across the way. That's traps through there. <laughs> yeah, there's traps. Don't... Well, yeah, I won't tell you. Uh, yeah, but you say it's not safe? Like, in terms of, like, the Saurian's probably going to come back with friends, or... 
What what kind of not safe are we talking about here? Would you like to make a charm check? Uh, sure. What is this fellow's cool? Three purples. Three purples? I mean, you look like you've seen some things, you've been around. He's a nemesis of the Saurians. Sorry, they're adversaries. One success, one threat. Alright, you couldn't take the threat as strain? Mounting strain. He accepts that you are talking with him on a friendly, helpful basis. Tricks a friendly person, apparently. And he tells you that Saurians are just one of the many dangers in this place at night. This area is not at rest. What is restless here? Those who have fallen aren't fully uh, asleep. Yeah, we thought that might be a trouble as well. And yet... To be honest, I thought you might have been in your hand. I had to check. You had some solid flesh on there. That was good to see. Have you seen skeletons about? I have a tricky lie about this. You have a fresh audience. A fresh audience. Uh, we did some diving, and I thought maybe there might have been... Uh, some under the water, but uh, they... He's like, you went in the water? If so, they didn't, weren't able to give us any trouble. Uh, so, trick is equivocating. If you'd like me to roll Do you want to make an equivocation check? If you'd like me to. I'm trying to figure out what to do with it when you, like, tell these badly stories. Is this continued charm, just because... Yeah, it's not, like, quite deception. Let me let me reframe this. Like, trick says that, and then he can go on and say, like, do you know a lot about these... Creatures? Are they even creatures in some sense? Uh, isn't it normally kind of like a charm thing because he's trying to put himself in the best light, so he's trying to get you, or is it a deception? Cause it's well, like... there's also like I have compulsive lying. So like I'm pointlessly saying things that aren't true. Right. But is it to be but... deceptive, or is it, or is that the same thing as trying to get somebody to like you? I think it's probably charm. You're not setting out to trick. Right. You're just saying a bunch of friendly, helpful things with, you know, maybe some yeah, embellishments. Like, oh, I want to agree with this person. Yeah, oh, there's dangerous skeletons here. They didn't give us any trouble. Uh, so this is the three purples? Yes. Do I suffer any blue or black dice? If I, am I hitting this person's? I am going to give you a blue die. Okay. For stuff related to this person. Okay. I have two successes and a threat. You can take the threat as more strain. As there's as... something unsettling about this guy. You're taking it as a strain, maybe because it might be your imagination, but like... The shadows occasionally. He, he seems to like be more attentive, like now that you've introduced skeletons to the conversation. I see. Is he actually, or is that just your perception of him? Like that's, something is creeping you out, and so you're taking more strain. You've asked him what he knows about. Yeah, what he knows about the undead here. You said, I mean, they're restless, they're not. If you put it asleep. Right. Ah. Uh, one hopes that they'd get a final rest, but perhaps not for these warriors just yet. So he says that when people die under the conditions that these did, sometimes there is no rest to be found. I have not seen skeletons during my stay here. How long have you been staying here? I've been here through several cycles of the moon. Okay, so less than a year, but a season or so. Do you mind if I ask why you're living out here? If you're operating a still... What's your... We do not care. What's your vigilance? Uh, two purples. Alright. He's making a roll against you. Mm-hmm. Just use any story points? Sure. Let's make this interesting. Let's see if he reveals something tragic about himself. Interesting? Triumphant failure and some threats. Do I learn that he's a dark act? He didn't roll the stare. Yeah, I know. 
He folds threads, though. We can say that he gives away a motivation, which is that he is interested in knowledge about these undead things. Hey, so are we. That's great. <laughs> His triumph could be like, Trick could even misinterpret this. Like, oh, he must be on the same kind of quest. That would be an excellent use of the triumph. He, we might be, but who knows? Yeah. Yeah, so so you ask how long he's been here and why he's here and things like that. Does he does he equivocate? Well, I'm doing research of well, like Trick could suggest like, oh, are you looking for a necromancer control crystal, control rod <laughs> crystals? Wait, you're not a vampire, are you? <laughs> His reason for being here, he starts to try to cast himself as a hermit who wishes to be like away from civilization. But like, I know that's not what it is. Well, but also like you seem helpful and friendly and interested and not critical. And so he will say like that he wants to study what's here. These types of things can only really be found in this sort of location. And uh, no, he hasn't seen skeletons, but he would like to, to understand why the souls here are not at rest. Yeah, I think like his triumph is like trick reveals that like, oh yeah, like my cousin and I, we're looking for like some of these crystals actually. Okay. So, like, maybe we could work together. I mean, so Trick is still, like, this guy's kind of, you know, you know, so are Marvin and Connie. It's not like Trick cares if someone is, like, in good with Gwedry or whatever. Why don't you, uh, we can chat with Eppa. And, you know, I guess we could we should pull back our campsite a little further, you were saying? Do you have a camp? Would that be a better place? I don't want to intrude on your camp. As long as you remain aware and vigilant, hopefully the... Constant vigilance. The skirmisher will... Narrowly avoids, like, a trap. Well, yeah, don't step there. Over there? Just don't step on it, though. Now that you are aware of the skirmisher, at least you have a better chance against it. The, the Sorian? Yes. He's got, like, a title? He's in, like, a military unit? Oh, yeah, no, no, I, yeah, no, that's, that does sound familiar. Don't, Sorians form little squads of, of, uh, skirmishers and your, uh... I think at this point he'll just let you keep talking, because he's curious how big a hole you'll dig. That's well, maybe that's the GM. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. I'm trying to, like, what does, what does Trick know about, like, militaries and battles? That would be a check. Yeah. But you have no knowledge. Nope. Is this lore or geography? This is lore because this is a historical thing. Is it hard? Average? About the units fielded here. Um, we'll just say average. This is kind of just like, do you understand combat? On a war uh, yeah, failure with advantages. So he, he names military units that are totally inappropriate for the situation. Oh, yes, you got your group of skirmishers, and uh, you get a larger group that'd be you know, a regiment of Saurians and a regiment, or you get a large group, a horde of Saurians, definitely. Your cousin is approaching uh-huh. with a figure, a person. Hey, Hepa, I, I ran into somebody after setting up the straps. This is, I didn't catch your name, I'm really sorry. Kachin. Uh, he's also interested in, like, these control crystals and trying to find them. It is a pleasure to meet you, Kachin. I am Papillonia. <laughs> the open curtsy is, yeah. Have you encountered many of these shards? You said he looks sickly. Yeah. Can I make a medicine check to see if I can tell? Yes. Or is it too dark? There's going to be one black die of darkness. Otherwise, it's just an average check. Uh, actually, there'll be a second black die because you're trying to do this just visually, unless you want to start uh, asking him if you can uh, take his pulse and things like that. Yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> yeah, so. Trick will start, like, gathering stuff up so you can chat with him. Oh, failure and ending damage. He seems nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, creepy, though. You don't determine anything 
particular about why he looks sickly. It could be the local environment. It could be poor nutrition as a child. It could be an illness. Right, right. You have an advantage. Do you have any suggestions? So what was I doing? I was doing a medicine check. Should it apply to a medicine? Um, or like a perception thing, or if you have no ideas and you want to add a blue dye to like, like your next roll. You could notice something on his person that's interesting, if there is any such thing. Yeah, I guess I could do that, see if there's something to notice. The only other thing I could think of is if I could piece together that it might be related to the water. Like, if he's been drinking the water and then I get another idea of what might be the problem, or... But I didn't really... But you didn't succeed the medicine check. Yeah, yeah. So maybe I just noticed something... Or it could spark an idea about the water that's unrelated. It could just be like an aha uh-huh thing. Because I'm kind of, right now I'm kind of curious, well, popping the stack. Curious about what's under the water that we couldn't find. Then I'm curious about the water pollution. Then I'm curious about, now I'm curious why he's sick. Whatever is most recently interesting. Yeah. And the bog, iron, and then artifacts. All right. I will say, with your advantage, it occurs to you to wonder how healthy the Saurian is. Oh, interesting. They're like, swamp creatures. So they would spend more of their time, like, actually, like, in the water and stuff like that. And if there is something in the water that would make people unhealthy, oh, Saurians might be more affected by it. Which might... So he may or may not be affected by the water. Yeah, yeah. But you're, the Saurian, you're right. So the... Okay, okay. So then it, that may be why he didn't attack us if he's not... Like, not totally up to scrap for fighting. Yeah. So they do live in the water. They, they live in swampy areas, and they are equally comfortable in the water and out of the water. Okay. But I don't know he knows about the Saurians, so I'm not... No, it's just something that, like, floats through your head, like... Right. You're kind of like, he doesn't look so healthy, and then you're like, oh, the Saurian's in the water, and the... Yeah, 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 I wonder if it's affecting his health, it's not pure. Okay, okay. So anyway, sorry, what was he saying when I'm trying to decide why he's sick? He was asking if you found many of these shards... Oh, like, and uh, inquiring about like what you've located in the swamp so far and, and things like that. So far, we've only located a halberd and a rusted old shield. Maybe there's something over there, but we can't get to it. And you, is that why, why you're here? Did, did Trick? I think Trick said like, oh, he also is interested in those crystals. Oh, how long have you been in the area doing your studies? So he tells you he's been here a few months. Okay. And that he has not found any such control crystals, but that he has been very cautious in what he chooses to do, partially because of the skirmisher that's around. The skirmisher? The Saurian. So there is a Saurian. There's at least the one. I have not seen groups of them. Have you, you, have you seen the Saurian? Yes. Does he look she, he? You know, he's been using the term it when he's been talking with Trick. Okay. But now you're, like, asking questions specifically about he and she and things like that. And so at this point, he's like, my understanding is that Saurian females are their warrior caste. So does she look healthy? <laughs> she looks pale green. <laughs> he might laugh at that. Like, not like, ha, 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 but, ha, but kind of like. Chuckle. Like, almost like a kind of dismissive sort of thing. Like, healthy? How would I know what a healthy Saurian looks like? Um, I'm like, no, I wasn't able to hit anything. Could I make a check to s- tell him what a healthy, like an unhealthy, or do I have to, like, does she move slowly, or does she, like, <laughs> you, you know? I mean, you can you can speak generally in terms of what, like, anybody who's unhealthy looks like. Yeah, I mean. We're not um, talking about, like, oh, are her scales falling off? It's 
Yeah, I mean, I could say something like, like, scales are falling off or move slowly. Do you have any experience with Saurians besides this one? He says, like, frankly, he's not gotten close enough to her to, like, give her skills a thorough investigation. That's a good way to end up skewered. Well, she, presumably, she stole our halberd and a good portion of our food and did not attack us. He kind of, like, looks at you and Trick, both robust, healthy people. Uh, he's, like, torn because he doesn't necessarily want to say, like, I'm feeble. But, mm-hmm. but he says, um, perhaps she was deterred by your number, but I feel she would not show me the same caution, and I would not wish to get so close to her. The water source has been corrupted, so I was curious if it was affecting her health since... What do you mean, corrupted? I don't know. I just know that it's tainted with something. I mean, I just used a dowsing rod, and I don't have a lot of experience. (laughs) But I know that the water's not good, and Saurians being creatures that reside primarily in the water might affect their health. So she might be easier to deal with, is what you're suggesting? Um... Perhaps. I was just curious about the health and what Maybe this... I have been unnecessarily cautious. Well, I'm not saying to go confront her, but I'm, I'm curious about the source of the problems with the water. Lack of health might give an indication of what's wrong with it. Is that why you're investigating the control crystals? No, that's a separate thing. I was just And cur- why does an elf care about such things? About the waters being... About the shards. Why does an elf care? At this point, I have to think about if Hepalonia wants to be so open with this stranger. If you want him to make a charm check or something against you? Or... Yeah, I mean, it is kind of a weird question to ask, considering the unnatural nature of it, you know? I'm, I'm kind of wondering if it, like, from my perspective, if it would be the same thing as asking me why I'm interested in some, like, why are you interested in poop? You know, like, it could be something that has, like, a weird reputational thing with the elves. So it is sort of like a, could it be a defensive question? Is it something that I want to tell him that... Okay. What's your pool? Too green. He's not very charming. He fails his charm check. He's got one advantage. Maybe he doesn't want to actually, he doesn't want to risk talking to, about this topic that much, actually. Like, Shook seems to trust him, but... This person doesn't necessarily trust him to the same degree. He's asked the question. He was trying to ask it in a way that was friendly and helpful. And Uh I think he has failed to do that. So you are are within your rights to interpret his tone as as not ingratiating or wanting to be helpful to you. Right. Um, Like, what's an elf interested in this? Yes. The, The word choice indicates, like, this is a racially based question. Right. Either that elves have no business doing this, right? Or that there might be something nefarious about elves doing this. His so question, to a human doing it. Well, his question isn't like, well, why would somebody be interested? It was specifically, why would an elf be interested? Right, right, right. Yeah. All right, now I have to think about what my mental model is of this whole thing, as far as how I would interpret that, because it's supposed to be a natural, unnatural for elves. Your father said that elves cannot do this magic. They would not do it if they could. Right. It's completely antithetical to nature and life. But here you are in a swamp at night. How easily offended is Hepalonia? There's a question of how offended is she and also how much does she show offense. But that might be like a cool check if you want. Right. Some of it is, does she take offense because 
she does sort of see him a little as lesser. Mm -hmm. Let me see what's a polite way of saying it's none of your concern. That's a matter for elves to... Like, that's not for humans to worry about? Or... You think about what my mom would, what mother would say. Maybe I'll just go, why is a human interested in these shards? Touché. <laughs> okay. She might even say, I don't know if you want me to roll, but why is a human interested in these shards? Okay. In her mind, it's much more dangerous for a human to have them okay. because they'll do something with them. Right. I do want you to make a check because you may infer things from your statement. So do you want to make this like an intimidation kind of thing, like a coercion? I feel like that's probably what's appropriate here. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that she really has a, like, a sense of what she wants. She might be indicating that she thinks that it makes more sense for an elf to have control of these things, because obviously humans can't be trusted with them. So yeah. if that's coercion, I think, then... I think coercion is appropriate. Okay. So it's better an elf have them under control than a human... Yeah, yeah. Cannot Worst case scenario, it. figures out. I'm just so curious. So you're going up against a red and two purples. There is a story point if you want it. Yeah, let's try that. Did I just use our last story point? Yep, that's fine. Two successes. I always think of as coercion as being like thug threatening, but not hoity like her mother, you know? But it can be both. Mm -hmm. Like, coercion is not, I'm going to beat you up all the time. Right, right, right. It can also be like... I have... I'm going to ruin your credit score. Yeah, like, I have leverage on you in some way. I am a superior creature. So you counter back with why is a human interested, and uh, he kind of nods in a, like, yeah, that, that was an expected rejoinder, kind of. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, this is not the first time he's heard that Okay. kind of way. Trick Manu. Yep. Finishing packing stuff off, figured you'd have a chance to chat they so I can rejoin the conversation. What, are, what stuff are you packing? Well, he said we should probably move our camp. Ah, okay. So even though you set up all those nice traps... Well, I'm going to leave the traps, because I made all those with vines, but, like, pack up our bedrolls and stuff. Okay. Do you wish to rejoin? Yeah, he can, he can rejoin. That seems like a... Uh, oblivious of the tense conversation occurring. Hey, uh, so we want to move to a new campsite. Uh, Ketchin, you said it'd be cool to crash at your place, or...? <laughs> he says, my... Location is far more defensible than this one. Cool. You might have asked, like, why are you wandering around in the dark then? You could have stepped at the wrong place to swamp. It's already. Some things are not observable during the light. Like what? Well, like the moon. She's like very, she's a little bit insulted by what he said before, but she wants to know now. <laughs> well, like the moon only comes out at night. I mean, you weren't really interested in the moon, or does that affect the chance of seeing such creatures or... Or do those shards, do they, like, reflect moonlight in a particular way? Well, perhaps when we find one, we will see. Sounds great. Trick, like, claps on the back. <laughs> he falls over into the swamp. <laughs> he does stumble a little. Trick, not a brawny person, but healthy. Yeah. We have the agility to be able to, like, withstand a little bit of back clapping. All right. You can adjourn to his campsite. You can roll to recover stream. But we're not getting a full night's rest here. You are not getting full night's rest. Do I get enough rest to get a wound point back? You get enough sleep that I will allow a second recovery of strain check. Okay. And you can recover your wound point. But you don't get enough rest. For a full. For a full wipeout. Except when I'm so cool. This is great. Met a new person. Feels a little weird. His campsite is located 
a little further from the water's edge than yours, and it actually has partial walls. It's some sort of old, abandoned, run-down heap or stockade or something. So there are tumbled rocks and stuff like that. There's somewhere to park a raft. You can... Can we bring it? Your raft is unwieldy, certainly, but you can bring it along with you and, like, lean it up against a wall. Okay. Make a kind of door. Perfect. He has, like, enough partial walls that, like, nobody's going to sneak up and drag off your things. They would have to come inside. So it is more secure from Has that he been attacked? Can I ask him that while we walk, or are we trying to be quiet? Um, has he been attacked already here? He has been attacked by some of the creatures that live in the area. He has seen the Saurian, but he has avoided getting close enough to be attacked by the Saurian. Mm-hmm. But he, he has run afoul of other natural dangers here. Is he wounded? Does he need medical? How do you offer him... Like, what do you... I say, have you taken wounds? I Do I have any medical skill? We have a medical kit, though. You have a collection of herbs and uh, poultices. Yeah. I he... mean, if he's going to not be hospitable, I could say we have some herbs and okay. poultices that we can share. He or... tells you he is not wounded. Okay. I kind of want to know what's wrong with him. <laughs> That's really my... But... <laughs> Probably that bad water. And having gotten to his campsite and having, like, set up. Do you want to like build more crazy traps around this keep or do you feel like it's a camera? No, like his trick is still trusting this guy perhaps okay. more than he should. He says it's defensible, so should okay. be good. Yeah. Well, we'll see if, we get, if my traps catch anything in the morning. What are we doing about a water source? Successfully making survival checks? Means maybe we're taking it from plants or something? That's probably a better idea. Plants that get groundwater rather than stream water. Yeah. Or you, like, dig in the ground and, like, take what soaks up so it's been filtered through more things or whatever people do and you sprinkle the necessary herbs in it or... You boil it? I depends on what's wrong with it. Yeah. I ask him, what is he doing using for his water source? He has some supplies in his little keep-type area that includes some barrels of, like, super weak beer. Okay, so he's not drinking from the local water? He's not drinking from the swamp. Okay, so there goes that theory. And he has, like, some other bags of supplies and stuff like that. And and when you get back to the camp, like, it's really late, but he does ask if you guys need anything to eat since you mentioned having your food all stolen by the Saurian. I feel like you never turned out a meal. Do you know how to hunt? Does Hepa asterisk that? Yes. Absolutely. Yes, I'm quite a hunter. He pulls his bow back a foot times. I mean, but he offered us food. It'd be really rude to decline. Oh, I, you know, I maybe I don't say that when he asks. Oh, yes, thank you. Right, like in a private conversation. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. Asks. Like, that's how a trick is deflecting. The trick insists he's already a renowned hunter in some parts. <laughs> I think that she's been raised properly enough that if somebody offers you food, you don't be like, do you know how to hunt? <laughs> oh, sorry, were you asking catching or were you asking trick? No, I was asking Trick, but okay. that's a separate conversation that okay, I okay, think okay. that I want to have, since our supplies are low and this guy yes. obviously can. That, I imagine, is something that was said when you discovered your things were stolen. Yeah. yeah. So he gives you guys, like, trail bread type stuff <laughs> so that you have something to eat, and then... Thank you, Ketchum. You guys go to sleep. And you wake up without blood. Day, and you never wake up again. <laughs> <laughs> the next day? It is the next day. 
you are hanging out with Kachin, who has explored a fair bit of the swamp. Not the section that you guys did yesterday, because he was just going to that section when he came across your campsite. Do you have suggestions on how you wish to proceed? You're still most interested in tracking down this water. I'm kind of just most interested in whatever. Whatever's the recently. first thing I think of when we wake up. Uh, so we can ask Ketchum, where is he already searched? So we can not search there. Like, clearly, like you've been done a very good job of finding where the shards parked. <laughs> I can appreciate that. That's an important, valuable skill. The place where his campsite is is a kind of rundown, broken keep area, but there is like a sort of wall that's stable enough for you to go up on so that he can kind of like point out the lay of the land. Mm hmm. In the sections that he's he's done some looking around in, he asks about your approach, like what what led you here, like what specifically you're looking for, like a sort of techniques question, you know, like have you found one of these things before, like? Yeah, I think we can describe that we we knew there were battle, there had been a, some skirmishes or a battle here at some point, so we wanted to look around for the remains, like that shield or that halberd. Probably there was fighting right in that specific area. Uh, that area maybe is a little bit too deep to recover. Probably no chance of recovering a crystal from that area. Uh, we did find a shallower area where there was already evidence of fighting. That's where we'd be searching. Does he have a better method? So you have no means of detecting a crystal other than your eyes. Like what? Do you Elven magics, perhaps? Okay, good. I thought you were going to have like some sort of crystal dowsing rod. Is there a crystal dowsing rod? I don't know. Do we? Trick's willing have... to admit that. Do we have any magics that could detect it? That's a good question. You can barely move brambles. Well, no, but that's... There's Do still... we? No. Does this guy? Maybe. Is there a magic to detect it is really oh, more... okay. Does such magic That exist? would be a lore check. Okay. And that would be four purples. These are not a well-known object. You're not supposed to know that magic. One success. With that, I will say, you know of no elven magic Okay. that would be able to do anything like that. Okay. It's possible that some other race that was more attuned to the non-organic aspects of nature would be able to do something like that. But okay. elven magic, for all that it is nature magic, is really organic. Okay. Aspected. You know, that sounds exactly like what I want to say. No, elven magic is nature-based, so it's more organic-based. Do I know of a creature that could tell inorganic besides undead? Is that like a saurian thing? <laughs> you know, like, is there a role to know if some, like, what I'm thinking, like... So, it could be a knowledge geography check to know culturally what type of magic is practiced by a particular group. Right. But it's going to be, like, a high difficulty because a number of these groups are very secretive about whether they do any sort okay, of magic so at all. so it's not something that I would probably succeed, no, so I might not. like, your your whole experience of magic has been elven magic, and then, like, hey, humans learn magic from books. Like, what's yeah. that about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know what other magics might be out there. I mean, obviously, necromancy is a magic, so... Yes. Are there human magics? For locating these shards? Yeah. Hmm. He asked me elven questions, I'm asking him human questions. What's your perception checks, folks? Or maybe vigilance, rather. Two purples. Yeah, two purples. So, I'll make a cool check based on your two purples. Although, I, now I'm wondering if the rod would have helped. 
he will fail his cool check. So I think when you ask that question about like, are there any human magics that could find yeah, this? Yeah, what shirt? about human magics? He doesn't respond to that question, but he gets like a sort of sly grin on his face, which he like tries to like suppress. Uh-huh. So he fails his cool check here. He has a little bit of advantages. What would be advantageous for him here? He's gonna make a deception check and he'll use these advantages with a blue die. So your vigilance is two purples? Yep. Okay. He succeeds his deception check. So he, his kind of like suppressed grin sort of gives away that he does know a thing or two related to human magics existing. But what he says is such magics very likely exist, but that sort of knowledge is, is lost to time and certainly like 30 years <laughs> <laughs> that sort of knowledge is lost to time and and certainly nobody in uh in Westnoff would have access to any of that and it's a very credible and believable statement so he proposes that if you guys don't have any other plans that you could work together to to search more space i wonder if i trust this guy I mean, but he's going to look anyway. It's not like, it's like, do we look together or do we say, you search over there, we'll search over there. And then we'll compare notes. Yeah, we'll Well, report our findings. Those are sort of the two possibilities. To what purpose? So if somebody finds a control crystal, what happens? (laughs) Not like we can share it. Or can we? Can we break it? I guess she's trying to figure out what the nature of the okay. is proposing. But you're asking him those questions. Yeah, because he just said work together and look in different places, at which point, what's the point of that? Well, he said work together to search a larger area. Right. He admits that he does not know if a crystal can be broken and still be of any use whatsoever. That if we find one, then we can look at it and examine it and see whether such a thing is possible. You intend to use it for some reason? You want to answer that question or not? What's the purpose of that? I mean, what else would you be doing? No. Plenty to study it for defensive purposes. So, I mean, cutting it in half might be useful. Find out what's inside. But we're not the primary, we're not the researchers. So we need to take it back to our scholar. Well, is there any reason that we couldn't all do that together? If you have a scholar who's interested in studying this shard, that might be somebody... But it oh, would be interesting that... to me to speak with. What is the policy on random visitors? Well, you just sent Marvin and... That was for like a trade deal on the outskirts <laughs> of the forest. Oh, right, right, right. You know what? I don't know if I completely trust this guy, but I can't see what would be the harm. Daddy would love to talk to somebody who might have knowledge, probably. Do I want this guy with my father? There is something off-putting about him. It is true. Yeah. Maybe it's because of the way he speaks. <laughs> and also, he looks very sickly. But it's also pretty safe in our village. It's not like I'm expecting he's going to... What? Out of character, you know, he might raid your father's library. He run off with a bunch of schools. Well, we don't have to take him to the library. Yeah, but... He doesn't have to come into my family, my family home. Like, we can meet somewhere else. Right, so things to be worked out. Let me see. I, you know what? I mean, I don't make any commitments. I can't promise anything. <laughs> hey, maybe we'll find two or three. One for each of us. So then, are you willing to work together or no? I mean, Trick's totally willing to work together because he trusts this guy. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't see why not. Then I just didn't want to be in some sort of a a bind. Dean agreement. 
yeah, I didn't want to be committing to letting him, you know, whatever with right. whatever. But we can give it a try. Make no promises. This poor guy's just creepy. That's his whole thing. He's like, uh, he's just creepy. He's just he's got sick. like a bad start of life. Yeah, he's just a a gem prospector. <laughs> really. All right. So you head back into the swamp. Yep. You want some more perception? Has he seen any undead around here? He told you that he hadn't seen any skeletons. He did indicate that there were things here that were not quite asleep, though. Yes. And you ask him if he's seen undead? Yeah. Or even evidence of undead here. Okay. He will tell you... Existing undead. Yes, he's seen evidence that the those who have fallen here are not fully at rest. Is that the indicator you're using to find the controlled crystal? Is something with the presence of undead? That is a reason why he suspects such a crystal is in this area. Okay. I mean, it's a good, it's a good theory. Kitchen. So it will be perception checks. Yep. To locate said item. You have all the story points. It's going to be three purples, but there's going to be a black dye for swampy water. Yep. And I'm going to use two of my evil story points to upgrade the difficulty for each of you. Rather than have catch and roll on his own behalf, you'll each get a blue die from catch and helping. I failed a threat. Two successes and a threat. Okay. I'm going to turn over his story point Uh-oh. to make something bad happen. You are looking around, going under the water, splashing around and stuff, and you grab a hold of something and you're starting to pull it up. There's like a hand attached to it. And, like, the hand comes up with it, uh-huh. and so does the creature that the hand belongs to. You've been listening to Echoes of Invasion, set in the world of the Battle for Westnoth video game and played using Edge Studio's Genesis role-playing system. Our GM was Jen, and our players were Lex and Daniel. For the serialized, narrative write-up of this adventure, visit us at DiceyStories.com. Our character art is by Del Borovic. See her work at DelBorovic.com. Our music is sampled from Return to Wesna by Matthias Westland, a.k.a. West. Licensed under CC by SA 4.0 part of the Battle for Westnoth project. Visit them at westnoth.org. Until next time, this is Dicey Stories reminding you, the only thing that separates you from knowledge is experience.